Hey guys, I'm Rick, and that is one big pile of bricks with our amazing guest, season four contestant Dan. Woo! <laughs> Hi, Dan. How you doing? Yep, pretty good. Yep, yeah. he's tired. We've had a big day, yeah. so if it's a not a long podcast, we are exhausted. It's been a massive day. There's been a lot of people. Now, Dan, how was your experience with Kirsty on Lego Masters? Kirsty, you have to remind me that was like two years ago. It's been a long time. It's been, a, while, it's been yeah. a long time. Um, it still feels fresh because it's like was not that long ago on TV. Yeah, no, it's um like to me it honestly feels a lifetime ago. And a lot's changed. Yeah, well it was like during when we did that was sort of a different time yeah. as well with everything going on. But going back to the question, yeah, Kirsty's just freaking awesome. She's like, awesome, dude. She's a like, great, great person. Um, as you probably know, like endless energy, which <laughs> she has to it was hard to keep up with, but also like creativity was just like Amazing. Like she had like a million and one ideas for anything that we uh got thrown our way. How did you find the whole colorblind aspect? Um, that was interesting. Like it sort of it only really clicked with me and sort of I knew like she was colorblind when we started, but I didn't really understand what that meant until like towards the end it made sense of like why certain color choices were yeah, made. Yeah, yeah. Um so like looking back at some of the builds that we had and some of the color schemes. I could see there's a certain sort of colors that to Kirsty would put pop. So, yeah. So, is it, but it's really interesting in that regard. And it was also being exposed to Kirsty with the colorblindness is also, I look at things differently now as yeah. well. And a whole bunch of stuff that I do with, with work and, and stuff as, as well, like being a lot more aware of, of people with colorblindness. It must be like we, we had her on for a podcast. She's amazing. I, I've never met anyone that says a bad word about her. She's just energetic. <laughs> and she's like, doesn't slow down. That's the best way to describe it. Yeah. How did you find your Lego Masters journey going into Lego Masters? Were you concerned that you weren't going to be like good enough? No. Um, no. Um, no. Like I thought, like it's an opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Like even just going through the 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 process of going onto the show was exciting and cool, and then like. Sort of once you get there, it's like, oh, okay, like sort of you've done most of the hard work anyway yeah. to get there. And then once you're there, it's just like um, it is it is hard, but it's also like I'm here, I'm going to enjoy as much of it as I can. Um, yeah, so I wasn't sort of too worried about it. So I had faith that they thought that was a good builder. And overall, did you have a good experience? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's a lot of hard work. Um, it's exhausting. But it was an awesome experience. Like, we all get on really well still. Which um, is amazing. Oh, they're just awesome people to hang out with. And so, like, and, yeah, so it was, it was great. So with the, when you first got on, did you apply with a partner or did you apply singly? Um, yeah, I was applied by, by myself, um, which I was happy to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of the people here that I sort of approached to say, hey, do you want to come on the show with me? Um, a lot of them like do Lego to relax, and yeah. so Lego Masters is the opposite of of that ultimate um, stressful situation. I yeah, would imagine. Yes, like there's plenty of awesome builders here, as you can see today. Yeah, yeah, so, it's an amazing like, show. I'm going to do a vlog tomorrow and get it all sorted. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so. I think it's great that you guys did what you did in Lego Masters. It's an amazing knowing, like going into it not knowing the person you're building with. I feel like would have been difficult. But it seems like you guys got along relatively well. Uh like okay, it could have been difficult, but 
you know that the other people who are applying and going on it are there for the same reason yeah, yeah. as well. Um, and so like, and have the same interest of, of doing Legos and there'd be creative people. So, and also just knowing the, the sort of personalities and people they're looking for as well for the show. It's not a show designed to have conflict and put people against each other. It's just about getting a whole bunch of cool, creative people together in a room, building awesome stuff. So, and that's what you want, right? You just want to be, you just want to be there for the building experience. Yeah. Well, that's, that's. The whole thing of the of the of the show is like just seeing how a bunch of talented people a- approach a challenge in different ways and what they come up with, and looking at the process that they go through with that. So when you were you know walking in a set first time you get there, did you have a sense of anyone else that could be competitive towards you? Um, or was it all friendly until it got down to like the end times? No, it was all friendly. I think all of us knew once we met each other. Yeah, yeah. And we sussed each other out. I know, and probably others did as well, of like there's one particularly very talented person amongst us. Um, so <laughs> the rest of us, the best you could do is come second. Yeah. It's really hard too because, you know, obviously you had Joss and Henry. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Amazing builders of like, you know, were you going into builds and doing builds? Were you just focused solely on your build? Were you looking around in the room and all thinking, well, we're in trouble at any given time? No, no. It's like I approached it as not, I wasn't competing against the other teams. Like, there's no, I was just, Kirsten, I was working through to just try to make, do the best we could and improve yeah. from our previous builds. I enjoyed going around and checking out what other people were building because I'm just interested in seeing yeah, yeah. how other people do stuff. and. You can't, like, from watching previous seasons, one of the reasons I want to go on the show is go, I can be there and just see how other people build and see those builds close up because you don't get to see all of that on the TV. You get two minutes of someone's build that they've spent 10, 16 hours building. But being there, you get to see all the details and how they build it. And, yeah, so that's sort of... I know it was a long time ago. It feels like forever ago, obviously. Do you... um remember any episodes in particular that stuck out for you that were particularly amazing episodes um well Kirsty and i we have our highlights of our like rubber chicken one yeah it's like amazing like that one thing it's just and that thing took off on social media like oh that it was crazy like that was just such a crazy random idea which Kirsty came up with with the rubber chicken hot rod and so we just ran with that and then that that whole episode was just like having no idea how it's going to turn out that thing, it was like a meter long in the end. Dude, that thing was massive. It was huge. And then this, the way it went off the ramp and everything was just like, you couldn't strip that, man. If you tried to replicate, yeah. actually try to do that for real. So that was one of those ones. And then definitely when the show was going to air and all the promos coming up to it, like the chicken featured a fair bit. Oh, dude, it was in it, every everything. like promo. And yeah. I, I, you know, it's great because it's like went crazy, you know. Have you found that? After being on the show, that you're getting still recognized, or has it slowed down now? Oh, it's 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 tapered off. Like it's only really so when I'm here at events, surrounded by Lego, yeah, yeah, that people recognize me. And also, like a lot of people, they might recognize me, but they're a bit shy to come up. Like especially with kids, they're sort of it's shy. Kids so. are always a bit like nervous, which is fair because yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, um, yeah. It's more like when it was airing, like every day going to work was a bit interesting, and so who would recognize me on the way in? 
Um, but yeah, it's just died off pretty quickly, which is fine for me. Were you approached to go on Grandmasters? No. Wow. That's interesting. I find that really odd because I feel like you and Kirsty would have done really well. Like, yeah, we, we could have, but we weren't in the top four of our season. So, like, if it's Grandmasters, <laughs> you got the top two teams from our season, uh, which you know. is, is that's what Grandmasters yeah. is. Yeah, it's always hard, too, because I feel like whoever you're going to choose some people and some people are going to feel left out, right? And all you're going to, like, some people are going to get upset. And it's. Oh, uh, there was definitely when I found out, heard from the others, and like, guys, you keep a secret really well. There was that bit of missing out. Factor yeah, like it. FOMO, right? Yep, yeah, definitely FOMO. Um, but also the whole show kind of, there is that aspect as well. Like once you leave the show as well, you sort of think about what other stuff you could have been on on, on the show as well. But the, you get you get over it. And like in the end, like realistically, um, doing season four, having the opportunity to do that, um, for me personally, just a few things aligned, which allowed me yeah, yeah. to do that. Doing that again straight afterwards. That's really hard, right? Um, yeah, well, it's hard on my family, like being away from my family yeah. for that long. Because you've got young kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's always hard. Yeah. So, but I guess they film it in Sydney, so it's not like coming back wouldn't have been too hard, I guess. Yeah, we, we, there was no coming back in between things. It was... You were locked down yeah, filming. We were, we were in a lockdown within a lockdown. So it was full-on COVID lockdown and then yeah, that's shooting. That's right. You forget. Lockdown. You forget that, it like, you know, I shouldn't because COVID's still relatively new and it's still propping up everywhere. Yeah. But you forget that you guys were the legit stuck in lockdown, like. Yeah, like we're up in, in Sydney where we filmed, but it was like a ghost town. Like everything was shut. Because everything would have been closed, right? And yeah. then you wouldn't be able to do like anything during that time. Yeah. Were they COVID testing you like crazy? Oh, sense? yeah, man. Yep. <laughs> you got pretty used to getting COVID tests. Like, oh, at least every second day we're getting a test. It's nuts. But, but at least they moved it to Sydney because I know, like, it was in Melbourne and then they were having issues with, like, lockdown stuff with the season two. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it was, no, season three. Season three. Wow, so many, like, I'm so lost. Season three, I know there was issues and then they relocated up, you know, into up in Sydney because that's where Hamish lives now. So, like, obviously, they're going to go to where, like, the main host is. Yes, yeah, it makes sense, yeah. And it's like, did you find it hard being away from your family? Yeah, it was very hard. Um, so, we would, like, video chat, but that would be at the end of the day. So, like, I've had a long day. My kids have had a long day. My partner has had a long day at home, stuck with two kids. Yeah, yeah. Doing homeschooling at that time. Um, and also, like, my kids, I said, they didn't want to hear anything about the show. They just want to see it on the TV. Yeah, so they want to be surprised. Yeah, surprised, exactly. Um, so I wasn't able to like talk about my stuff of the day. And the kids were just tired and wrecked. So yeah. it was sort of double edged. It was nice being in contact, but then you sort of realized how much I miss my kids. So there was definitely days where I went, What am I doing here? Like yeah. this does not feel right. So there were moments where I was very keen to go home. Yeah, I wouldn't blame you, especially you forget, like, all the lockdown stuff and the stuff that you guys have to go through. And then, like, now it's, like, I need to turn very loosely normal, but now it's, like, everything's free again and everything's open. So the guys that are filming now didn't have any of those restrictions in place. And then, like, 
when watching Grandmasters, did you feel like left out of like, um, because it was you know, you're mm, on the previous season, yeah, it's kind of hard. I no, I, I didn't, I didn't feel left out. Like from what I knew of what was going on, like a bit of time from when it happened and then aired. Um, so I had a bit of time to process that and process the missing out, but. What I did find watching the show, I found it stressful. Really? Yeah. And like, why is that? Like, just being on it and I know how under the pump you are. And then with the Grandmasters, they're all people that have done it yeah. before. The expectation is risen higher. Um, yeah. And I, I just personally felt for everyone on the show and it was... I found found a person a bit hard to to watch. Like it's still yeah, fresh it's still raw, and, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I could, I felt for all the teams on there. Um, so yeah, I sort of felt more. So that. going into like your season, what was your preparation? Did you watch previous Lego Masters, or did you still Kirsty and never watch Lego Masters? Oh <laughs> no, um, <laughs> yeah, that uh, that I did not know, um, <laughs> which made it really interesting. Um, no, so I didn't do any like prep for it um like we've always watched lego masters and i did apply for season one yeah um and i made it to the edition rounds for that wow um so but yeah didn't get it on on that season and then the other ones i just it wasn't on my i w- wouldn't have been able to have yeah. done it um so yeah this time around like they sort of found me rather than me finding them and then, so from that, I kind of thought, well, yeah, I don't need to do much prep. The only thing I did for prep was like working on how to make round things. Yeah, smart. Um, and that was about it. Um, I know some of the others, like Nick was very clever. He did a lot of prep for that. And same Caleb as well. Like Caleb researched all the other previous shows. Yeah, and things. I would have been watching it religiously to try and figure out and to read the Brickman feedback. Yeah, like I, I know from the shows, like there's always certain things that happen that throughout your build, getting sort of suggesting to do something last minute to change stuff, which was always sort of annoying, not annoying. <laughs> um, but yeah, not like prep wise of just like, just go into it afresh and just that, that challenge of seeing what you can do with like, here's, here's, here's your brief, go build. You got 10 hours. Like, so with the feedback, were they suggesting you? you to change certain things like to make it look better for television oh i i I don't know that per se for television um that said when seeing our season on tv you understand why like making things big and block color yeah you don't see all the little bits of detail which are the fun parts but on the tv when you got quick glance of your build you don't see and then there's like definitely this critique which is valuable, and then you think this critique just for the sake of critiquing and making TV stuff, and that stuff got a bit irritating um, for me personally. And when you got some other teams, like I love Nick and Gene, like sometimes they just like this is doing their own thing, and they just yeah yeah, it, which I for them it worked really well. Like they just sort of went, yeah, we're just doing this, and, and just, then just didn't even listen to no feedback, and just like and then. I always reflect on watching previous seasons. I don't watch it as much now, obviously, because life is busy and it's incredibly hard to cram now five seasons into any given time. But I always like to watch them before I do interviews. So I like 
get some research and pay yeah. attention because you forget, like, do you think you could have done anything differently to advance you in the series? Uh, maybe if I was 20 years younger. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, seriously, like, if for me, it it was just that, um, yeah, the stamina of, yeah. of building and... I don't think I could have done anything different, nor would I want to have done anything differently on the show. Like, Kirsty and I, we we sort of earlier on sort of came to the same, same understanding of what we wanted to do, and we weren't, we just wanted to do things our way and so, and try things that we haven't done before. So, like, yeah. And like I said before, like, when you met people on there and you go, yeah, we're going to, like, the best you could just come second. Yeah, yeah. They kind of took off that pressure and it's just like, you know what? We're just here for fun. Let's see what we can do with this challenge, like how far we can push ourselves and do something different per challenge. But, yeah, that's it. I don't think I would do anything differently to advance myself. Like, I, it's funny, like, even when I watch back our season and those last two challenges that we missed out on, I still have no idea of what I would have done. Like, I just really just, like just... Wow. I was out, like, just switched off and just disengaged. Like, um, yeah, I just sort of had nothing left in the tank when we left. So it's pretty, I think, too, I don't have any kids, but I think it would take a toll being away from your family for that amount of time and then you're getting towards the, like, the money end of the business and being. I think you would feel burnt out, right? Because you're missing that family unit, which you've always been a part of. Then three months you're gone, you can't do much about it. Yeah. Because three months is a long time. I don't think people realize how much they suck, like, they take up to film a show because it's over yeah. in a couple of weeks, you know? Like, Yeah, no, I, and I think I underestimated how long I'd be away for as well. Like, I thought I only had, like, two scenarios in my head. Like, either you just get on the show, get eliminated straight away. Yeah. That's a good case. Or you get there. Sucks or- to be Andrew, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard. It's one of those things, you know. Oh, it's like, dude, he's still got to experience it. Like, he's still got to be there. You got three builds in. They <laughs> built some awesome stuff. Like, their first build, that thing was amazing. Like, what Crystal and Andrew did yeah. for that thing. Like, that, I said to them on the show, like, that's something you'd see as a display piece somewhere. Like, that thing was amazing what they built. I think he surprised a lot of people because everyone knew him as, like, his brick banter now, but, like, cheap jokes is the guy who just does, like, funny Lego videos, right? Yeah. And I think he surprised everyone how far he got. And I like that they changed it this year so you could get a bit more personality than having, like, one episode bang, second episode elimination. They gave him those three episodes to sort of, like, get him comfortable and a bit loose and get him to build free-flowing. Yeah. yeah. No, it's definitely that the format was a little bit different, and I think you needed to do that as well because, like, otherwise it just becomes too predictable. As When it gets kind of stagnant, I guess, you know, because it's like this. And this is why I'm always shocked when they're like, we're doing another season. I'm like, what else can you do with Lego? Introduce Duplo or something? I don't know. <laughs> you know, they're like, build a life-size sculpture out of Duplo, and then all these people's brains are going to break because they're trying to figure out how to build it. So with your, you know, your prep going in and the worst-case scenario, were you happy how you placed? You were all happy? There's no regrets? No, because, like, we only missed out on two challenges. Like, we did 12 or the 14. You guys did an amazing job. Oh, oh And this is what I said to Kirsty. you know, like, for someone that's colorblind to get that far in a competition around Lego, that's like colors crazy. Yeah. You know, like, and it's not necessarily about the colors, 
It's building skill as well. She's going in. She's never seen the show. Like, and that's credit to both of you guys. Oh, like, my God. Like, that is so brave. Like, I wouldn't, if I, yeah, I wouldn't have done that myself. But, like, that that's that's Kirstie, like, from what I know of, of Kirstie, is just, like, giving things a go and just jumping in and just. That's an amazing quality in a person to just jump in, not care, and get it done and get as far as you did. Yeah. Especially not knowing you as a partner. Like, you guys were put together. Yeah, yeah. No- I, I met, yeah, pretty much Kirsty, uh the day before filming in, in person was, was when we, we met. So, like, definitely the first challenge was just working out how to work together and how to, to share the visions of what we had in our heads with each other and so we're on the same page. So... So what they showed on TV to like what is actual real because you know editing is magic. Did you guys have any moments where you sort of had to say stop and sort of find out your right flow and get frustrated at each other, or were you just good from the get go? Oh, no, not good from the good get go. But we're both respectful and just. Talk it seemed about like it. you guys got along really, really well. Yeah, well, we just both pretty pragmatic about it and just sort of um, like. At the end of the sort of each build session, sort of have a debrief of what worked well, what you planning to go ahead, how we could work to, together better. Like, I think it was on the show where it showed like we would brainstorm separately and then pitch to each other rather than brainstorming wow. together because we were just coming up with too many ideas. Um, so sort of like we both, yeah, earlier on sort of just established like we spent five minutes just brainstorming ourselves and then pitch to each other and then choose one. And if we can't choose paper, scissors, rock, go with that and then just go with that. Dude, that's amazing. I, feel, I, I just feel like that's really good because, you know, we've had previous contestants with previous partners, not going to mention names, but Bilzy having issues with his, like, partner. And this is what happens because when you're getting two grown adults who have never got along before, they've been in the same room, there's a possibility it could go wrong. Yeah, but, like, you're going to come across situations in your life where you have to just get things done, like yeah. work, whatever. You just put those little things aside and you just like focus on it. And like, like we did have creative differences with, with some things. Like I'm like with a rubber chicken, like I was like, this is a crazy idea. How are we going to do this? Dude, it was amazing. But then that just worked out to be freaking awesome. So like, it's just like, it's like, hey, this could work. We just, all we need, like Brickman always said, one idea executed well. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, and you just, approach it like adults and just how did you find the brick man criticism oh it's always hard to take especially when you you're working on something creatively and so people can have different opinions on things um yeah so there was definitely some suggestions that brick man made to us which were like uh, rubbed us a little bit the wrong way but like Majority of the time, he's there to to help you out. So like, yeah, yeah. Um, especially earlier on your builds, is he sort of helps you shape your ideas and sort of focus something. He's like on. a coach, I guess. You know. Yeah, yeah. I sort of um, sort of like a sort of that that cool school teacher that sort of. Um, <laughs> He'll appreciate that. <laughs> uh, yeah, just I I can understand where he's coming from. Like he's just trying to make help you be your best. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes how that's delivered and your kind of state of mind, you don't appreciate it at times, but you can see the big picture of what he's, he's trying to do. It's just, um, yeah, sometimes the messaging comes a bit flat. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, right? Cause 
it's really hard. There's Brickman and then there's Ryan, right? And Brickman's like, this is how you got to do it. It's all about the story, structure. And then there's Ryan who's like, total chill dude. So I just feel like it's totally opposite. You're like, <laughs> he's just a bit of a fun guy, you know? Oh, yeah. Ryan, the man, is, is like um, just a really like geeky, dorky dad kind of thing. <laughs> he and really just, like, is. Like, um, and like that, that's that, and that kind of stuff was was nice. It's sort of like for me, there's all these moments that were off camera with, yeah. with Hamish and with with Brickman, those sort of genuine kind of just piece, which I really appreciate and have stored in my mind of like those close conversations where it's just like honest, sort of yeah, not that sort of yeah, and not as serious. The, the image of of Brickman yeah. and, and of the sort of yeah, the character they kind of put through through that. That's really nice that you've had like a massive positive experience. And obviously, now you're doing Lego shows and bringing amazing remote control penguins, which are amazing. <laughs> that I've been like, we got a stall here. And I, you just watch the kids go crazy because anything with movement, kids love, as you all know. Yeah. But I just wanted to say a massive thank you. I know it's been hard because it's been a very exhausting day. <laughs> and we're both like spent because it has been massive. But I appreciate you coming on our podcast. I appreciate you taking the time, even though it's the end of the day and you're probably ready to go home. <laughs> <laughs> but Dan, I appreciate you. You can follow Dan. Do you want to be on Instagram? Is that you want to send everybody? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I've just recently adapted or finally adopted Brick Dan. So Brick Dan. <laughs> Brick Dan LM, I think it is. Yeah, Brick.DanLM. I'll put a link down so guys can follow you. We really appreciate it for your time. Everybody say thanks to Dan <laughs> from Season 4. Hopefully we might see you on Grandmaster Season 10. Oh, no, I think my, my, you might see my kids. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. We appreciate it. It's all right. Pleasure.